Dean, you're a man of many talents. Is that true? No. Uh, not, <laughs> I don't not, know why you're saying that. <laughs> not, not many people could podcast and customize at the same time. Oh. And uh, here you are. What, what are we working on here? What do you got on the table? Uh, this is just my my other uh, Sith, tr- uh, or not Sith, but just tactical empire lady. Mm-hmm. I have one that I finished a long time ago, and I loved it so much. I was like, I want to make another one that's like different, but also kind of similar. Uh-huh. So I've just been ordering parts real slowly. At first, it was going to be like full stormtrooper armor. Yeah, I remember that. But they're just I mean females are so much smaller. It's not even funny. Uh that the armor just looks ridiculous. So I'm just uh I'm going back to the basics, just tactical gear. Not bad. Tactical gear and some tight fitting clothing. Hell yeah. Hello there. We are tonight's entertainment. We would be honored if you would join. He's got a billion toys. You brought into the doll collection. These are not dolls, Jim. These are commodities. Same as gold or oil. Five, four, three, two, one. You are now listening to the Collecting Weekly Podcast. Hold on to your butts. Hey guys, my name is Zach. I'm Dean. Welcome to this week's episode of Collecting Weekly. It's the weekly podcast where my friends and I talk about the things that matter the most to us this week in collecting. That's right. We want to thank our friends Watto's Scrapyard and Six Scale Sabers for sponsoring this week's episode of Collecting Weekly. Hey. We've got a really, really cool giveaway planned with Six Scale Sabers and Watto's Scrapyard. Always hooks it up big time. Dean, before we get into that and this week's news, we have a very special segment that all the best shows start with. Would you like to kick us off? Yeah, are you ready? Yes. It's new this, this week. week. <laughs> Nailed That's, it. Uh, if you say so. It sounded bad on my end. <laughs> it, it was pretty terrible. Real quick, we got Jason Nelson, Rainer, a Facebook user, and Stephen Kret in the chat. Good to see you guys here. What's As per usual. Yeah, so what did you get new this week? Uh, mine's been a pretty slow week. Um, I, I picked up that Ray from you. Um, oh, I was like, what? <laughs> Yeah. Series, right? Yes, yes, uh, yes. And then dude, what a nightmare dealing with selling black series figures in a local group. What a fucking nightmare. Please elaborate. Because uh, that's really all I got. Awful. We will we'll talk about ingrains my gears, man, but I'm ready to just donate these bitches. It's not worth it. It is not worth it at all. I can imagine the hassle. Uh because just based on your sales posts, they're not expensive. No, no, we're talking five dollar figures, ten dollar figures, and uh, people expect the world for five ten bucks. And I'm not Amazon; I don't deliver. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's all you got this week, Dean? Yeah, pretty much. It's just slow. Again, most most things are pretty difficult when you don't have a car. So, yeah, um, man, my my week was you know almost non-existent, um, but it really picked up on Sunday. Uh, so marketplace, Facebook marketplace, it's a good thing. It's a bad thing. You know, you, you win some, you lose some and man, I've been killing it on marketplace. Um, so transformers prime, we'll talk about it a little later in the show. It's a, it's a animated transformer series. And a lot of these figures, they were released in two batches. So there's a first edition batch and then the designs were completely changed for more kid friendly second edition figures. And the first editions, because they're more collector focused, they're almost like mini masterpieces. Like their, their transformations are really clean. There's not a lot of kibble, um, but they suffer from, you know, very complicated transformations. And uh, in some cases, the figures don't stand super amazingly. Now, uh, they were very limited release in Canada, in Japan, and in parts of the United States. And because of that, the prices are quite high. Um, but I did find on Facebook Marketplace, a guy was selling uh, a few figures. And I picked up Bulkhead, which is about a $70 figure opened and about a $150 figure sealed. I got him loose for 15 bucks, So really good deal. Uh, it was complete minus the instructions. And then I got an RC, which... Uh, was first edition as well. Normally goes for about thirty-five to fifty bucks uh, loose. Got it for five bucks, and then the guy and I worked out a deal for a. Um, it's called Generations line, and I'm still not sure what that means. But it's a smaller scale Armada Starscream, and that's my favorite Starscream design other than the G1. Mm-hmm. And so uh, that guy gave it to me for five bucks as well. Uh, my Walmart did a massive. 
toy reset. Uh, they pretty much changed their entire uh, toy line. Like all the, I guess you'd say like the cooler toy aisle. Like, you know, they have like the girls toys, the kids toys, the Legos. Yeah. Those are all cool and all. But like the main aisle with like the, you know, the Marvel Legends, the Star Wars, the Pokemon stuff. Right. They changed that. And they added these really cool new Pixar figures. So these come in. Uh, there's, I think, four sets that are out right now. So there's Wally and Eva. And this Wally here is going to be featured later in the show. There's um, Mike Wazowski and Boo. There's Sully, which is another set by itself. So Mike and Boo, Sully, and then um, uh, Mr. Incredible. And the Mr. Incredible is kind of an odd choice because the movie just came out. So there was a lot of toys already for that. And this is a Pixar line, so I'm hoping we don't get any Toy Story toys from this line again because the movie just came out. But there's a lot of really good Pixar films that don't have that many toys out that I would love to see. I'd love to see some good dinosaur toys. I'd love to see some Finding Nemo stuff. So this line, I mean, for for $9, you get a super articulated, uh, he has little wheels on his tracks. He has swivel hinges all over his body, ball-jointed head, uh, swivel stem for the neck. And then Eve has pop-out arms that are on swivels. Um, really impressive line for 9 bucks. Uh, real quick, we have Dan Lee in the chat and Death Angel 210 while, I have, while we have a, a decent crowd here, there's going to be a link in the description down below. And if you enter the code Wally, it's a Google form. It'll take you like 10 seconds to fill out. Enter the code Wally. We're doing a drawing sponsored by Six Scale Sabres. Uh, it's a drawing, I think, February 11th. Or maybe it's the 21st. I got to double check. Um, no, it's 11th. Uh, you'll get your choice of one of, I think, four CCFL Sabres from Six Scale Sabres uh, from Lenny Hugh. So uh, enter code Wally down below, and you have 24 hours to do that. If you're watching this or if you're listening uh, to the audio feed, uh, do that, and you can have a chance to win. Um, Dean, one thing that we... I don't know when we talked about this. Maybe it was on the bonus episode. Maybe it was just in person. But we kind of roasted this figure here, which is the um, Iron Giant, the $20 Walmart exclusive version. Right, right, right. And like I said, my Walmart did a, my Walmart did a reset, and they had it. And it's pretty decent. I mean, for the price, you know, for $20, you're getting a maybe 13-inch tall robot that has lights, sounds, a walking feature. It... Um, it has, uh, you know, limited articulation, but it looks so good on the shelf. The feet aren't super proportional, um, but you know, again, for twenty bucks, I mean, you know, twenty bucks gets you um, the new DC figures, gets you a Marvel Legend, gets you a Black Series, um, and I think, I think this figure really pushes that envelope of what does twenty dollars buy you in this hobby. Mm-hmm. Um, it displays beautifully. I think the paint is a little too light gray. And I think I want to maybe either pick up a second one or if I get really bold, repaint this one and give it a little bit more movie accurate paint job. But this is this is a nice figure. It displays beautifully in the collection and I'm super happy to have it. So, yeah, I um, didn't, uh, it's not that I was dogging on the figure. I just I was just like I would have rather seen a better bottom half. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's certainly um, an issue you know, 100%. Um, but again, it, it does incorporate the walking feature, which whether you like it or not, you know, it's just one of those things, you know? Um, well, I don't like it. You don't like it. Well, <laughs> it is what it is. And, and it wasn't until you said it right now, but it is, it's the feet. Maybe yeah. not so much the walking feature, but the feet are so. Yeah. Like, my, my one complaint is he does a little bit of like a thriller lean because of the walking feature. Oh, so I want to, I want to put, and it's like very minor. It's like, you know, five degrees. I want to put a little bit of a shim in his um, sort of like in the front of his ankles uh-huh. here, like right here, right, right there, that little hole right there to prevent yeah. it from, from leaning forward so much. And I think other than that, it's really perfect. Uh, we have Mario Cortez who just joined us. So Mario, good to see you in the, in the uh, chat, but Dean, let's get into the news. So we had quite a, quite a news week. Um, we actually, one more new this week. We have some new stickers coming now. Dude, sticker I mule. Those. Those are dope. Dude. So sticker mule, 
um, started making holographic stickers. And we've been wanting holographic stickers for a long time, but it's been hard finding a reputable manufacturer that has a quality that we, we can agree upon and a price. Uh, sticker Mule launched their holographic sticker line. They were a, a crazy deal for 53 by 3 stickers. And so we got the certified crispy. We did a gold brushed effect on the on the logo and we got that holographic so it's going to look really really good when those come in and we'll figure out how to give them out uh they were a little bit more expensive than our normal stickers so we have to be a little bit more selective about how we give these away but uh they were they were pretty dope and then here's the details here so january 21st today to february 11th for the ccfl saber giveaway from six scale sabers now, Dean, the Hot Toys Incinerator Trooper was shown for pre-order. This is from the last episode of The Mandalorian. Comes right. in at $228, releasing to October to December 2020. Uh, it looks really good. I know initially you had mentioned that maybe he's too clean, but after reviewing the scene, I think this is a pretty accurate look of how dirty he was in the film. It seemed like most of his weathering was just on the uh, painted red armor parts. Right. Um, what do you think about this figure, though? Do you think it's a pickup for you? Um, no, it's an easy pass. Um, just because it's, what, 30 seconds on the screen? And then he gets wrecked by the boy Baby Yodes. It would be yeah. cool if he came with the Baby Yoda figure. That'd be cool. Like the way they did with Guardians of the Galaxy, where the, each figure had a different version of Baby Groot. I think that would have been pretty cool. Right, just because it's like we still haven't seen the Baby Yoda. Like... I mean, yeah. What gives? And the, I mean, honestly, if this was the only way to get a baby Yoda, I might do it. But uh, yeah, don't give them too many ideas. Yeah, no shit. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just there's so many troopers that are cooler and more iconic. Yeah. Uh, do you think that we're going to see a Death Trooper re-release with this set? I think. Oh, yeah. I think personally, we're going to see that. Yeah, I think. And especially since they did this trooper, I think we're also going to get a Moff Gideon for sure. We have the Remnant Trooper, and now this one. I think Death Trooper and Gideon are like shoe ones to be released. Yeah, and maybe the uh, the Imp, uh, yeah. or the uh, Client, I guess. Um, yeah, I don't know if I'd be so inclined to get his figure. He was. I mean, I guess this guy's a pretty minor role, but he's also a figure that you can splash into other collections. Uh, the Client would be interesting. I think. Uh, I, for sure, of course, we're gonna. I think we're gonna get a Cara Dune, and then hopefully a Grief Karga. Um, but I think this line is shaping up to be pretty decent, you know. Yeah. Um, other than that, yeah, it's an easy pass. I just, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Well, we can't please any everybody, but I love shooters, but. Yeah, Sideshow put up, uh, this is not officially up for pre-order until tomorrow, so we don't have a release date, but this is the Lando Calrissian in Jabba's Barge Disguise. 245 buys you this. And I have to say, yeah, this took a long time. This was like almost two years in the making. Um, I think the armor looks pretty good. I think the body looks okay, but I think the sculpt looks looks. A bit too stylized, though I think we can expect that from them, being that the Luke that they did was also kind of stylized. Mm. Um, seems like just the thing that I complain about a lot is they're charging two forty five. They're giving you almost nothing, um, and then you also have to deal with this plain um, base. I, I think this would have been nice to have a desert texture on top of this base uh, or something to show you that this is a Jabba's palace bar. Just a plain black base to me is just. It's just ridiculous, especially yeah. at that price point, two forty-five. Um, you know, compared to uh, two twenty-eight for the Incinerator Trooper. I mean, I guess you get like a somewhat of a diorama base, um, but you know, I don't know. It seems like Sideshow picks and chooses when they want to have like that topper on their base. Yeah. Uh, I know they've done it in the past with like snow and 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 or forest effects, but. To me, this seems like a, a bit of a miss in terms of the base. I do like the boots. They're that separate uh, shin slash foot boot structure that they seem to do really well. Um, I think the leather work looks pretty good. The fabric looks really good. The, the yeah. shirt looks really tailored really I well. Sacho usually knocks outfits out of the park. Yeah, that is true. They're, um, the the loop that we just mentioned was an excellent excellent outfit i just um, can't believe that this is the first lando anyone's doing uh, uh 
in modern times because they had the um they had the old lando from yeah they're basically like barbie dolls Um, yeah i think they must have heard about the head sculpt we're making them must have pushed them to start making theirs yeah because this went up when cody went up and cody's about to be released so uh yeah the same comic-con rather like they were on display at the same time Mm -hmm. and then cody went up for pre-order i mean that was literally like a year ago yeah and this dude never showed up and then all of a sudden today it's like what the hell yeah yep yeah it seems out of left field and and i know a lot of people were thinking maybe um uh maybe they had lost the license uh you know from from star wars but I mean, I guess they have the Rancor. I guess they're really pushing this whole uh, Return of the Jedi figures because this is Luke, the Rancor, and then Lando. Um, and, of course, like the Mythos figures are what they're doing recently. So it's kind of it's kind of weird, you know? I don't know. I don't yeah. know why they're focusing so hard on this line. Uh, the Batman from the Arkham Knight. This is Batman Beyond. Went up for pre-order 281 coming October to December 2020. Seems to have some good accessories. The base looks a little plain. Articulation is probably going to be hindered quite significantly uh, in some parts, but then in other parts, it looks like there's maybe like cloth in the in the lower body, so maybe that could help. Um, I'm not that familiar with this game. I know when the last Batman from this game came out, a lot of people had the black face for him already from 1-6 kit, so I'm not sure if this is just a skin for the game or if this is the actual costume from the game. Um, I was hoping we can maybe get, uh, you know, have you played this game, Dean? No. Yeah, I think, I think Seth has played this game. I was hoping maybe we could have him on to tell us about it, but, um, this looks cool, I guess, but I think Hot Toys really should do an official Batman Beyond from, from the actual cartoon. I think that'd be a lot cooler. Or Sideshow, even. Dude, anyone at this point, I'll take anything. I saw a funny, uh, a funny, uh, comment on that post mm-hmm. and it was like batman's the new spider-man and spider-man's the new iron man because they keep like churning out like random batman and spider-man figures to like make up for the iron man market mm-hmm. i was like oh that's hilarious because it is kind of true yeah i don't know man because they haven't made a batman from this game in how long it's been a while like years yeah it's been a while yeah, it's just kind of random to me. Staying with DC, the Toys Era Humorist was released, uh, or uh, up for pre-order, rather. 152 buys you this, released in Q2 2020. There's a pre-order bonus of a bloodied uh, makeup head sculpt. Not a big fan of this uh, set. I think the outfit looks good. I like the sign. I like everything about it, but the primary head sculpt looks way too sinister for this part of the film, uh, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, because um, that scene where he's dancing in the, for the little kids and sick kids. Yeah, this Why looks... What he look like that? I think Manny said it best when he said that this looks like like almost like a Pennywise-type expression. Yeah. Um, now, do those... The, does the hat and the nose come off of it, or are those that's the so that that top sculpt is a bonus that's totally separate. It's my understanding that uh, this is one piece, though a lot of people are speculating it could be removable. So I guess we'll have to wait and see. I can't imagine it it wouldn't be removable because that string is very fine. All right. Um, I can't imagine you'd sculpt something so you know that fine. Um, I don't know. Maybe they glued the nose on and the string is just loose in the back. I don't know. It looks... <sighs> Not a fan of this one. Yeah, so I was under the assumption that the bonus head sculpt was for after this scene, he gets fired, and he's on the subway. And yeah, and then he... Out, yeah. And he runs into the bathroom and washes his face. I thought that's what that bonus head sculpt was for. Oh, uh, okay. No. Eric is saying that that is for the end of the movie. So the bonus head sculpt isn't even for this figure. You have to have the other figure. Yeah. And I was like, that's kind of, I mean, I guess it's smart. I mean, but Toys Era gave three sculpts for that one figure already. So it's like, now that figure is going to have four sculpts. Like, how many figures are they expecting us to buy? You know, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I mean, the other one was an easy path for me, so this is even easier, yeah. Um, but I mean, 
this looks good, but if if their first figure is any indication, I it's not gonna look this good. Yeah, because yeah, that figure looks awful. In and you're fact, talking about the Toys Era three head sculpt version. Yeah, and in fact, I'm in the chat right now because yes, yeah, I'm I'm distracted by it because you keep you guys keep messaging in there. Yeah, and I'm just like because Eric keeps posting pictures like trying to redeem this figure, and I'm like, if I never see this thing again, it won't be too soon. Like, I'm I'm so over this stupid figure because it's like every time someone posts a picture, it's bad and. Everyone has an excuse. It's like, no, it's just bad. It's not good. Um, and then s- somebody posted a figure with a new body and a new head sculpt. And then Manny was like, well, it's not even the same figure anymore. Like, it looks g- it looks good because it's not that figure. So yeah. It's like, I don't know. I- Dean Knight did some modification on his. He did a hair extension. And I think it turned out pretty okay. Um, but... You know, that takes some sculpting skill and just a, a touch of painting skill, you know. Right. So I don't know if that's, like, the great mark of quality, you know, if you need to do all that. Um, I, I just don't know. I just don't know. Uh, this, Dean, also looks awful. Oh, uh, my the God. The 3-0 Jon Snow Season 8 uh, figure. I mean, their prototype doesn't even look good. Yeah, the prototype... I never noticed how bad it looked until I saw this one and then compared it to the prototype picks. It's no. pretty bad. Yeah. No. It's oh, pretty no. bad. This looks like Juan Snow. It looks it just looks <laughs> awful. The the lower face is like what? Too broad. Like the chin is too yeah. broad. And the facial hair just looks really weird. And Dean, frankly, I think you come out looking like a genius skipping this one and adding the um, 1-6 kit head to the original because like you mentioned many moons ago the final outfit from this movie is is the season 1 outfit he goes back north beyond the wall and he's wearing the black uh, yeah. outfit if I if I remember correctly so yeah I mean I really do love this outfit uh-huh. uh, not enough for me to buy this figure mm-hmm. uh, but I mean I could easily find someone selling it's just the body you know what i mean yeah um, but even then like i like mine so much that i don't see myself doing that yeah but no yours is pretty good because yours you have the stock boots still right no, no no you gave me new boots and you have the new, stock gloves new boots and new gloves oh okay 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 yeah so you and i totally redid it um i want to say they're tie pilot gloves yeah, that something were, like that. You had painted them blue, but then you repainted them black for me, or something happened. But they it's so much better. Yeah. Yeah, easy pass. I actually canceled my pre-order um, of this figure. It was just not not a fan of the way it turned out. Yeah. Uh, so Mondo put up their new Iron Giant. We had talked about this a few weeks ago. I think it was at Maker's Con uh, yeah. from Tested. This is $205 for the... Uh, Mondo exclusive. I think it's one ninety nine. Don't quote me on that for the regular edition. The difference between the Mondo exclusive and the regular is the Hogarth in the um, in the car accessory, which you see here on the right. Uh, it seems really great. There's one pair of teeth, three different, uh, four different head sculpts, plus the one that comes on the figure. Several different hands. I think Dean, you had mentioned the articulated hands that don't work super well at this scale. Uh, you get the metal effect, the magnetized S. I think this comes in at 12.5 inches with 30 some odd points of articulation. Pretty, good. Um, pretty decent figure. Um, comes out September 2020. Now, um, for me, I think I'd have to. Um, I like the Iron Giant. Don't get me wrong, but I don't know if I like him two hundred dollars. Yeah. You know, much. I think I might just repaint this one and just live with the uh, stylized look of it. Um, I don't know. I have to really think about it. What about you, Dean? Um, I never had any interest in getting an Iron Giant. Um. And I don't think I've ever seen the movie start to finish. Yeah. Um, but the more and more I see this thing, I'm like, God damn, that's pretty sick. Yeah. Like they, someone posted a picture of it sitting down. I think it was this figure. Yeah, it's like crouching down. 
And I was like, damn, that looks so good. Like, yeah, the, and I also have the diamond select one on pre-order. It's like nine inches tall, like uh-huh. a little less articulation, less accessories. That one's like twenty five bucks. I think I could swing that, but yeah, you know, yeah. Going- I mean, I don't see myself spending that kind of money on a figure that I have no, no real genuine interest in. Mm-hmm. But I can appreciate how gorgeous it's coming out. Yeah, yeah, 100% agree with that. Uh, Let's get into releases. So this is from the Fantastic Beast, The Crimes of Grindelwald. Uh, It's Grindelwald and Newt Scamander. Uh, I know nothing about these movies. I know nothing about these characters, but I have to say the uh, Eddie Redmayne looks really good. The Johnny Depp looks really good as well. Um, I've always wanted to get into Harry Potter. Um, Just haven't found the time to do it. I started watching the first movie and, and watched that one, but... Um, fuck, there's a lot of movies in the series, so yeah, I still haven't seen the last movie. Um, I like Harry Potter, I I just don't like it enough to even buy the figures. Like, like Lord of the Rings, I love Lord of the Rings, yeah, and even then, partly just because there's so many characters, mm-hmm. um, that I wouldn't just get one or two or three, mm-hmm. um. That I, I don't even buy those figures, much less something like Harry Potter. Um, now yeah. I've not seen these, so I <laughs> I could love them so much that I order myself an Eddie Redmayne. But uh, yeah, I just don't see that happening. I'm just not that invested into the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm shocked that they're doing these and not like. Harry and Hermione and Ron. I think it's my understanding that Star Ace has the license for the original films. Okay. And also for the first Fantastic Beast. This is a second. I believe in the tr- in the new trilogy. Right. And Hot Toys was able to snake the 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 um they were able to snake the license for this film because Star right. Ace had to make all their figures from this film. I think it was like in one ninth scale or like one tenth scale. It was a really weird scale. Weird. Um, because Hot Toys had, had gotten the license. So um I'm I like the way that the Eddie Redmayne looks. The the suit looks really well tailored. I think they changed the head sculpt from the prototype. Uh the different beasts accessories look fantastic. Uh I'm tempted, even though I have no idea about this. Uh, about these characters. Yeah. Uh, the Ace Toys Power Rangers came out. So there was the Green Ranger, the Blue Ranger, the Red Ranger, the Pink, the Black, and the Yellow. Uh, and I believe the White one came out as well. Uh, here, let me just slide through a few of these pictures here. I know uh, there's a White one too, so I'm wondering me, where... Well, I guess the Green is the White Ranger. Spoiler alert. Let, let me start with this. Okay. I was dogging on these things. Hard. Hard. Because the, the the pictures that we were shown, I was like, dude, that suit material looks awful. It mm-hmm. doesn't look like it's going to do this and that. And it just mm-hmm. looks easy. These look pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, in box, I'm like, oh, shit. Dude, these look dope. I think Justin's collection has... Um... I think he just got these. I don't know if he's done any content with them yet, Dude. but I'm keen to see what they look like in his video. They look they 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 look shrink ray like the, quality. A, a testament to these figures is the suits. Uh-huh. How they can rem, how they can maintain that color and fabric. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like sometimes there's like a difference between the helmet and the suit. Yeah, that's always the thing that happens. This yeah. is incredible. Yeah. Yeah, so, I totally agree. I, I'm, I'll eat crow. These things, uh, I, I was wrong. Yeah, these look. Uh, Dean, a man can only admit when he was wrong. That's yeah. right. Uh, the one six scale one toys fat man, aka Ned, aka the man in the chair, was released. It looks like a, a figure. I don't really know to say anything good or bad about it. I mean, yeah. I'm sure Ned is stoked to have a figure of himself, but uh, yeah, uh, easy easy pass for me. I um, doubt it because he fucking named it the Fat Man. <laughs> yeah, Mervin says he had the. Mervin says he had the the um, Green Ranger on pre order, but he's not sure when it'll show up. Yeah, Eric got the set and he hasn't gotten tracking yet. So. Um, Chronicle released probably one of my favorite things I've seen in a long time. This is the oh. one fifth scale Tyrannosaurus Rex. Uh, this is based on the original um, 
uh, one-fifth scale maquette that Stan Winston Studios produced for the production. So the way that that it worked for them to make the Tyrannosaur for the movie uh-huh. is they started with sketches and they kind of uh, Crash McCreary kind of gave them like the look of the, all the different dinosaurs. Uh-huh. And they took those and they scaled them to one-fifth scale. And in the one-fifth scale, they made uh, like a miniature like a one-fifth scale T-Rex. So they, they worked out the proportions, they worked out the the different measurements, the different ratios, uh, the sculpting technique, and then they took every single measurement of that and scaled it up five scale and and made a one-to-one scale. And I think in the video, they have a really good video on YouTube where they talk about how they made uh, the clay sculpture, how they made the animatronic, how they skinned the animatronic. And um, apparently the technique of using a smaller maquette to scale to full scale is something that dates back to like, you know, the Roman era where they were making stuff for the Colosseums and stuff. So, um, you know, really cool to see them doing that. And Chronicle... Uh, had the access to the original molds and uh, reproduced the maquette here. Uh, this I think comes in at five thousand uh, dollars. Granted, this is a this is like an eighty inch long statue that weighs like two hundred pounds. Like this is a huge, huge piece. And if I ever won the lottery, this how is, much is that? Uh, it, it, I think it's five thousand dollars. It might be four thousand five hundred. Um, but the five hundred of that is crating and shipping it. So. That's the shipped price. Um, I love this thing. I don't think the paint job is the best. I think this paint job looks more like the um, the Rex in the book because in the in the book it was like a reddish brown, and the movie it's like a brown green color. Um, yeah. So not too keen on the paint job, but god damn, this looks amazing. You know who's who might possibly be getting a Chronicle license, don't you? Uh, yeah, boy, Steven from Steven's Collectibles and more. <laughs> yeah, dude. Why don't you just put on layaway for about 10 years? Yeah, right. I don't think he'll let me do that, but, uh, dude, Eric's getting roasted in this chat. God damn. Uh, Dean, it's that time of the show where we thank our sponsors for helping us out, for keeping the doors open. Yeah, I wanted to start yeah, first yeah. by talking about a great company run by a good friend of mine, uh, Lenny Hugh. He runs Six Scale Sabres, and he makes, in my opinion, some of the best CCFL Sabres your money can buy. He's located in the United States, so you know if you're in the United States, your Sabres stay in the USA. Uh, he's the guy that that made all these CCFL sabers for my personal collection. And you can reach out to him if you want to place an order on Instagram at six scale underscore sabers or on Facebook. His Facebook is Lenny last name H U. And you can take your collection to the next level with six scale sabers. Um, as far as placing an order with him, you have the choice of white, red, green, blue, purple, yellow, orange for the lightsabers. And uh, again, if you want to hit him up at six scale underscore sabers on Instagram or Lenny Hugh H U on Instagram or on Facebook. Uh, he's giving, what were you saying? Oh, I was just going to say, remember they're six scale sabers. So yes, they're itty bitty for 12. Yeah. So, uh, the winner of our contest team, they can pick between Anakin Skywalker's lightsaber episode three, Obi-Wan lightsaber, Darth Malgus lightsaber, or a Asajj single lightsaber. And I think if you want the second one, you can buy the second one. Uh, but those are all very good choices, very cool figures. And um, yeah, I think I think you may have to pay a shipping cost. I think that's the only stipulation, but he's donating the hilt, the work. the, the It's a full kit. You get it. It's plug and play. You plug into the wall. You have a little potentiometer that you use to dim the saber. And uh, we're doing that giveaway on February 11th. So uh, use the code WALLY at the link in the description. Uh, it'll ask you for your name, confirm you're a member of Ox, and then you type in WALLY. And then we'll accumulate all of the uh, people that listen every week between now and February 11th. Um, so if you put the code in before 24 hours, you'll be entered to win. And like I said, you think you just may have to pay tracking, and that's it. So thank you, guys, uh, Six Scale Sabres. And, of course, Sean from Wado Scrapyard, the best guy in the biz for 3D-printed parts. He's wrapping up with Dean's, um, what is it, the uh, Imperial Shuttle parts. And he's shown some of the resin prints that he's doing with his scanner, and it fits, like, like exact one-to-one fit you know for some of these parts that people lose and and he's a great guy for replacement parts for custom sculpts he's been on a binge with uh different mandalorian characters uh so definitely hit him up if you want some 3d printed 
Kenner Hasbro vehicle replacement parts, custom sculpts, or anything of the like. You can find them on Facebook at Watto Scrapyard and eBay at Watto Scrapyard. And if you let them know Collecting Weekly sent you, he'll give you a little bit of a deal on your purchase. Dean, Disney has uh, has gone on a bit of a tear lately, uh, specifically with uh, with Etsy and eBay. They've oh, been demanding yeah. that uh, creators remove all items depicting the adorable green alien-like creature whose character's name is officially the child, but who's properly known as Baby Yodes, according to the tech website The Verge. And being in some of these 3D printing groups, I've certainly seen for the past you know month or so disney's been cracking down on on anything remotely related to the you know the show uh posters uh the child uh 3d printed creations uh, ornaments uh they're really cracking down what is your thoughts on this dean um that's what they get um i don't know why they thought waiting until the middle of the year to come out with this uh merchandising was a good idea and people want their baby yodes, so they're gonna find someone that's gonna do it for them. And I mean, yes, they own it and they have every right to defend their property, but I feel like they were asking for it, yeah, for sure. It's like it's Star Wars, it sells, it's adorable baby yodes, like. How did you mm-hmm. not have the foresight to have this shit ready? Considering he's in the first episode. It's not like yeah. it takes forever to get to Baby Yoda. Like, he's there right away. Yeah. So it's like, hey, yo, first episode drops, bam, drop the merch. Yeah. And it's like, no, you want to wait till March 2020? It's like, well, it just baffles me. Uh, yeah. Now, it has taken them a long time to even start doing this, which is also shocking. Um, but I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jason Nelson says, rightly so. That's their copyright. I hate. I hope they take down the donut and pastry shops that are making donuts and cookies of Baby Yoda, too. LOL. <laughs> yeah. It's like, where do you draw the line? You know? Um This, this here, Dean, this was a post by Molecule 8. Um they put up oh, Avenge, Avenge Us, and this is a screenshot from Action Figure Republic. And it seems really tone deaf that they would post this. So this this post was someone saying, remember the Fallen, and it was some of the boxes that Molecule 8 had teased. It was the Big Trouble in Little China, Jack Burton, Willy Wonka on the Chocolate Factory, and the Mark Zero One Exoskeleton. And uh, someone had had posted this on Dan Moss's action figure public group and molecule had gotten word of it and shared it. I think if you're a company that has, has stolen hundreds and thousands of dollars from, from creators, from collectors, uh, distribution companies, etc., I think it's pretty tone deaf to post something like this. Um, I'm not like super butthurt by it by any means, but I think that this company has a lot of bad will with, with the collectors and for them to post this, especially since some people did get ripped off for, you know, 300 bucks on Wonka, 300 bucks on Lennon. Um, not too keen on it. What about you, Dean? Uh, I agree. Yeah. I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I, you know, I kind of hope someone does avenge them so I can watch them crash and burn again because that was so beautiful. Yeah, I loved it every minute of it. It helped me sleep better at night. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was just like, oh, yes, you sons of bitches getting what you deserve. Yeah. Uh, I'm surprised their Facebook is even still active. <laughs> Yeah, me too, because the company is filed for dissolution. They, they've they dissolved back in, like, May. So I'm wondering who has access to their Facebook. Or some dumb idiot. Yeah. I was I have a sneaking suspicion that that um, it's not owned by Molecule anymore. But I don't want to I don't want to crawl up that tree just yet. So uh, we'll see what happens with that. And um, Dean, so Mercari, we um, you've talked about Mercari for quite a while. The Wild West, man. Dude, I don't know why it hasn't caught on. First off, if you want to use Mercari, I'll drop a link in the description. You can use my Mercari code, 
Give me ten dollars towards my next Mercari purchase. Or mine, since I'm the one that. Well, you're good, Dean. Uh, I'll drop my Mercari code down below in the description no. of the podcast. Don't use his. And uh, Dean, you're right. Now, how should I put this? Mer- Mercari is like it seems like eBay lately has been trending towards um, being all about the buyers. And it seems like Mercari is starting there, which is, a, I think, a very good thing for, for mm-hmm. of course, if you're buying. Um, you've mentioned this many times, Dean, but the seller doesn't get paid until the buyer agrees that they received what they ordered and in the condition that they ordered it. Right. Those funds are not released. And not only do you have to confirm that you received it, you have to leave them a review in order to release the funds to them. Right. It's all about the feedback. And I don't know if the fees are less on Mercari, um, but it seems like the deals are significantly better. I'm talking like 20 or 30% better. You know, we're yeah. talking 20, 30% on like, you know, figures aren't that expensive. The selection is, of course, much more limited. There's way less listings on Mercari. Right. But it seems like apples to apples. Uh, for example, I bought a Soundwave uh, from Transformers Prime, and I think I paid like fifteen dollars on it with the make offer button. Mm-hmm. And on eBay, that same figure was going for like thirty bucks loose. Um, in other cases, you know, the same discount. So I, I just don't know if the fees are just less. Um, I don't know, but it, it seems like you just get really good deals. I've done three transactions on Mercari. I did try to use yours and Manny's code, yeah. but I think it's because I already had an account created. Uh, um, it didn't let me like load in that $10 oh, yeah. code. Yeah, yeah, if you already have one. Yeah. Um, but every once in a while, it just sends you one. Yeah, so Mervin says, I can confirm about how you get paid because my wife sells in Mercari. Mervin, drop your wife's Mercari name. We can have people buy from her. Um, yeah, like uh, I got this this uh, Miku on there. Uh, I guess this was my new this week. I forgot. Um, God damn it, Dean! This is the the Chinese tour version. Uh huh. And I think brand new inbox. She's like um, seventy five to hundred somewhere in there. Yeah, uh, I got her on Mercari loose, but she came with everything for twenty five bucks shipped. Yeah, it's like insane. I was like, okay, and it, and I just like the idea, especially after last week when I did get screwed over by someone on eBay. That was resolved in my favor, by the way. Nice dealing with someone that had my money and I had their figure, but they sent me the wrong figure. They had almost no pressure uh, initially to refund my money. And if the shoe was on the other foot and I had the money, if the money hadn't been in their account and I had the figure, I mm-hmm. think they'd be much more willing to work out, um, you know, some sort of, of arrangement. Um, touching back on the eBay thing, I ended up getting a, a, a full refund and uh, I did honor uh, what I mentioned of the guy, which is I'll give him some back from the full refund. But eBay sided with me almost instantly. Uh, and which, then, which one was that? Which deal was that? The um, so I got the Starscream and I ordered the oversized, and then he sent the 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 regular sized version. Oh, that's right, that's right. He told me just to give it away, so I gave it to my neighbor's kid, and they like it, but it was not for me. And I mentioned this on Brian uh, Six Gun Scavengers post, but he had put up a thing like you know collecting is not like you think you know it all or you think you have a great plan and then something happens, and that's totally what happened to me. Um, I had this plan to have Bumblebee and um, the Jet Transformer from the Bumblebee movie. I'm, the name drop Blitzwing. Blitzwing. And then I was going to have the G1 Bumblebee and the G1 oversized Starscream in the shelf next to it, sort of like the old and busted and the new hotness next to each other. Yeah. I think that would have been really cool. And when I got that, that, um, when I got the, um, the 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 regular sized version i had reached out to everyone that i knew that sold third party transformers in the united states and everyone just had the regular sized and in talking to people like buddy uh from buddy's toys and collectibles you know he had mentioned like hey the oversized is cool but your re- selection's really limited like there's only so many characters that are made oversized 
and he convinced me to start a masterpiece scale collection. And I went with the, um, the star scream that he sold me. And, uh, we're talking about a trade for a Megatron. So he convinced you to start collecting the line that he sells, not the line that he sells, but there, oh, there's more availability okay. on Mercari. Oh, there's more man. availability on you eBay. I didn't get had. You got had. I did not get had. Like, oh, why don't you just buy the ones that I sell exclusively? Yeah, but the thing is, you could buy. I'm just kidding, it's Buddy. He's a good buddy. Guy. So, Buddy made a good point because, like, let's say I bought another thing from a different seller and they sent me the wrong thing or it came in damaged. Mm-hmm. And I thought about it because Buddy does charge a, a little bit of a premium to shop with him, but he's buying it from a distributor that gets it from China, inspects it. And deals with anything wrong before he Buddy even gets it, and then when Buddy gets it, he reinspects it, and then you know all the figures. You have the option of looking at them outside of the box before you buy them, and so I paid uh, you know a few dollars more than than the eBay price to get it from China, but I also didn't have to deal with the hassle of waiting twenty days and getting the wrong figure that's both incorrect and broken. Right. So there's there's something to be said about that, and and. Bringing it back to Mercari, I just I've been getting some crazy good deals. Um, I'm not really buying everything that's a crazy good deal that I see, but just looking on there, just you know, even just for the past two weeks, Mercari's a good place. Um, if you guys need a code to buy some stuff, let us know and and we'll drop our codes down below. But yeah, it's a really really nice place to buy stuff. Like I said, it seems to be really cheap. I don't know I don't know what the deal is because I feel like because it's know, just people offloading their shit. It's not like eBay where it's like people know that I can make a living on eBay. It's yeah, selling their shit. Like oh, I don't really need this anymore. No, you do get the occasional guy who knows exactly what he's got and. Yeah, people will pay for it. So it's not like fucking rainbows and sunshine over there. But yeah, Mervin's a lot better. Mervin says you have to be careful with masterpiece scale because the scale gets KO'd a lot, and people like to pass it off as authentic. Yeah, Mervin, that's what happened. Uh, I got that uh, misscaled um, star scream, and the guy said it was authentic. I'm like, dude, this is not authentic. I know what this is supposed to feel like. But Mervin, the figures that I'm looking at right now, they're masterpiece scaled. But they are knockoff. So, like, I know I'm buying the knockoff, but some of them, like the Make Toys uh, YM-03 Starscream, is better than the Takara version. So, I'm buying the better versions of the masterpieces, and then when a when the authentic is better, I'm buying the authentic. So, um, let's get into custom oh, corner. So, Dean, I've been. Um, oh, speaking of custom corner, here's mine. I just put the finishing touches on it. Hey, so let me. Uh, what, what's the tell, tell the people that are listening on on the the audio platform what you're talking about? Uh, this is what I was working on when we did our cold open. It's just a imperial tactical girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just got some pretty sweet boots on actually. Not bad, not bad. Like, just adding a bunch of pouches and weapons, and there's a belt. A belt is shiny as fuck. Goddamn. Imperial jacket. Yeah. Uh, I have decided on the head sculpt I want to use, but um, right now it's just a trooper helmet because that's what I wanted. Yeah, um, let's get into custom corner. So, Dean, I um, corner. Wait, what? This was my custom. Well, my custom corner. I want to oh, talk about well, my custom corner. In the custom corner, like I didn't just do it. Oh my gosh! Okay. <laughs> All right, guys, it's been a great week of collecting weekly. Oh, um, no, I'm kidding. So right. I've been doing my Joy of Hobbing series. Uh, I think I'm on like episode three and just finished this past week, yeah, and it's pretty fun. Kids. I also have what? I'm just kidding. Anyway, so um, <laughs> with this Pixar Wally, I uh, I want to do a Joy of Hobbing on him. And I was looking at it on a Monday, and I was like, fuck, this guy needs a little bit of paint before I can get to the weathering part. Mm-hmm. And so I did a little bit of pre-prep work, uh, painting some metallic, some some of the treads, getting some washes going. And uh, I'm really happy with, with where it's at right now uh, in anticipation of the weathering step. So I'm hoping either this Thursday or the following, uh, I'll get some time to attempt some rust effects on this guy. Uh, he's pretty dirty in the movies, so... Yeah, he's filthy. I can't imagine that I can, you know, screw it up, but uh you'd be surprised. But yeah, so this is this is going uh this is going pretty good and I'm really happy with it and I can't wait to finish uh to finish this. And I also finally had a bunch of time this weekend now that I'm no longer working on Saturdays. Uh, I had time to finish the monolith steam. So I have your monolith here on the right on the lunar Yay. base. And then Steven Kret from Millennial Mutt picked up his uh, Steven? 
Yeah, that's Steven. So uh, I got your your plaque ready. I got your uh, your monolith ready. It's good to go nice. uh, whenever I'm, you're ready to pick it up. I'm going to try and stop by on uh, Saturday. I think Rainer and I are going to hang out. Oh, you're going to stop by at my house? Yeah, because I want to drop off the Kylo sculpt. I got stuff to pick up from you. Uh, yeah. You do have stuff to pick up for me. Yeah, so I'm excited for you to get your hands on this, and I hope that it finds a place in your collection where you can display it proudly. Um, let's talk... Uh, Dude, I've been using this. Okay, so let's talk about the thing that mattered the most to me this week in collecting. That's, of course, what we say in the beginning of every show, and it's been a while that we've done one, but to be... Tubi is fucking dope. So the way Tubi works is uh, these companies that have these licenses for TV and movies, they they host the license on Tubi. And Tubi is a streaming platform that's completely free. There's no credit card information needed. And it sort of operates like, like a Hulu. Like occasionally you'll get an ad here and there. And they don't seem to be that intrusive. And you can watch the content legally and free uh, over the internet. Um, by agreeing to watch ads every so often. You can't skip the ads. Um, They have some fucking awesome content on Tubi. Uh, Some examples of content that I was going to buy on on Blu-ray or DVD that I'm now watching on Tubi for free, Transformers Armada, Transformers Beast Wars, Transformers Generation 1, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! There's several different Yu-Gi-Oh! series in there. Um, a ton of great kids content, some old school content from when we were kids. There was one that I don't remember ever watching it, but I think it's like Amanda, Amanda Andaconda, Anaconda. I don't know how to say that. Um, it's like that weird, it's like the weirdest looking show. Um, and the one caveat is it seems like, um, maybe just from the transformer shows that I'm watching, it seems like they cut off like the first 30 seconds of the show. At least for Armada. Beast Wars, it does it, but it's not that bad because the intro's at the beginning. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, other than the commercials, which, like I said, you know, we'll watch, like, two episodes of Beast Wars and get, like, one commercial that's, like, 30 seconds. You know, it's really not that bad. Yeah. Um, on, like, YouTube, you're watching YouTube, and it's, like, 18 fucking commercials for a five-minute video. Um, anyways, Dean, so you said you've been watching a lot of Tubi? Uh, yeah, just like whenever I go to bed, I just pop up Tubi and see what's on, and it's like, oh, shit. there's some there's some good animes on there. There's um, I think I used to watch when I was a kid. I think it's called Yu Yu Hakusho. That one's on there. Yeah. Um, I'm not a big Yu Yu Hakusho fan, but I don't know. Amanda Anaconda. That's such a is that a show? I don't I don't know if I'm saying the name right, but I just remember seeing that and I'm like, dude, that's creepy as fuck. Like I remember yeah, that show being creeped out by it. Um, but yeah, Tubi is awesome, and and I've been really into. This isn't on Tubi; it's on um, Netflix and then Vudu. Uh, you can watch season two on Vudu for free. Uh, Transformers Prime. So I've been buying a ton of uh, Transformers Prime toys. My kid seems to like them. They're very kid friendly. Some of them, and they're just like I love the style. It's like a very slim line Transformers style. Um, in my opinion, it's the best Starscream. I think G One Starscream is pretty cool. I think Armada Starscream is pretty cool, and then I love. I love Transformers Prime Starscream. Like in the first episode, that dude straight up just kills like an Autobot, like like with his bare hands. It's amazing. Yeah, you uh, posted a picture of two Starscreams that were yeah, yeah side by side, basically identical. Uh-huh. And he, everybody was on the consensus they liked the one on the right, it was which much- is the first edition, which is what we talked about earlier. I love the second one. It's just like I don't know, like because uh, Jason was like, "Oh, the feet have left." kibble kibble but to me, the kibble made it look cooler more menacing it makes it stand really well too like uh, this thing does not fall down yeah that thing's just so cool to me like I, and i literally know nothing about that show dude it's dope like starscream is kind of one of those characters like some shows he's really cool other shows he's like he's like kind of a buffoon and and in prime he's just at least in the first season is all i've seen so far um i'm like halfway three quarters away with the first season he's pretty cool so um i love i love me some starscream is my favorite decepticon yeah, it literally reminds me of uh general grievous yeah 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 dude it's fucking dope cool and then other times he's just like a coward and you're like what the hell <clears throat> yeah yep 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 so that is um so that's where we're at with that um and it's my favorite part of the show dean awkward transition where we talk about the thing that really grinds my gears this week this is like a throwback show we haven't done uh matter the most to me and it grinds my gears in a long time Um, 
Wait, what? I feel like we do grinds my gears all the time. Probably. But Dean, it is dealing with this garbage of selling and buying things on Facebook Marketplace. God damn, it is awful. Let me give you some examples. I, I put up a want to buy in this Transformers group, and I had three people message me. All three of them told me to make an offer for their figure. Now, anytime there's a transaction where, you know, there's not a set price. You know, if I message you and you have a price, there's a set price. Anytime that happens, there's two things that are happening. You're trying to get as much money as possible for your collectible. And I'm trying to pay as little as possible for your collectible. Those those two things are happening. And when, when you broach the subject of I'm looking for this figure and you tell me I have it PM me. I know that you have the figure and you lead the conversation with make me an offer. That is an awful way to start the conversation. I could shoot you an offer. That's so low that you're insulted. I can shoot you an offer. That's way more than you were willing to accept and both of those things are not good. I think it's better if you just tell me exactly what you want. And that is my New Year's resolution, Dean. I'm not going to deal with people that tell me to make them an offer. It's awful. And I got this thing from Mercari from Vibes Collection. He says, thank you, buyer. Because of customers like you, I no longer have to go through the trouble to sell a $20 transformer outside of a McDonald's parking lot. Um, really cool guy. Ship figure really well. Um, but it's just awful. Today I had a guy that wanted to buy a $5 black series figure for me and wanted me to drop it off 20 miles away for $5. I'm an idiot. I just don't know what it is, man. I, 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 I price my things to sell. I, I put in the description that you must pick it up at this location and, uh, people have the audacity to ask me to drop it off. Yeah. It's awful. I, I, I just, I hate it. It's so awful. Um, I'm just trying to, to, you know, trade and sell and, and buy locally and, and, you know, skip the shipping. And it's, it's just, you know, I like selling things on Ox because they sell quick. We have a pretty good selection of good buyers and there's no BS. Like I've never had BS on an Ox transaction. And then I get into these transformer groups and the first three right off the bat were, Make an offer, make an offer, and um, yeah, I saw. I, I believe it was Fernando. Someone messaged him, "Hey, is this available?" And he was like, "Yeah, it's still available. Are you interested?" Not yeah, and he was like, yeah, and it was fifteen seconds. Seconds, and I was like, "What in the f- like? Why even bother? Like, you just wasting my time? Like, yeah, did I do something to offend you? I don't understand. It's so stupid. Yeah." But, yeah, people just waste your time. It's like they, it's like that's what they feed on. It's like a vampire, but time wasting. Yeah. So that's my, that's my New Year's resolution, man. That's a, that's a good one, too. Cause yeah, cause I've been like, oh, well, I'll pay you this much. And they're like, oh, man. Yeah. Like that's way better. That's like, God damn it. Like, well, now I'm getting fucked. Like, yeah. Just tell me what you're willing to accept or, you know, I always shoot high because I know I'm, someone's going to talk me down. So it's like, yeah, I want, uh, I want 30 bucks. Oh, would you take yeah. No, that's half. Well, yeah. how about, how about 20? Yeah. Um, how about 25? Well, I'll do 22. All right, cool. And, and it brings me back. I don't know if we mentioned this. Uh, I imagine we did, but that Godzilla transaction, the dude wanted a, you know, $40, $50 discount five minutes before we we're supposed to meet up. That's the shit that you deal with on marketplace, man. It's awful. Yeah. And um, you know, there, you do get better deals locally. Because yeah. You, deal with, you know, people taking a cut and having to go to the, the post office and pay to ship it. But at the same time, sometimes this is not worth the hassle. I'll just fucking buy it online, free shipping. I'll yeah. wait three days instead of having to deal with your dumbass. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's kind of how I feel right now. It's just, yeah, I don't know, man. It's disheartening. It makes me not want to buy a toy, buy and sell toys locally. It's just, it's just awful. Yeah, I know it got really bad for Rainer. He just stopped doing it because, you know, he uh, 
that's how he made uh, his money for a while. Is he would he would buy and sell. Yeah, he would go hunting, garage sales, find all the you know relatively rare shit and sell it, and then he came here because he lived in uh, D.C. Yeah, it was amazing up there. Yeah, down here, and you know people don't want to meet you at the fucking. It's like, well, you drive all the way over here. I'm like, no, you want this thing, not the other way around. Yeah, I'm not gonna drive halfway across the city for five dollars. Like, you're gonna owe me five dollars for doing it. I'll sell it to you for ten dollars now. Rainer says, same thing happened to me. I posted a Joker and said must pick up in the in the listing. And when the guy sent him a message, he said, I'll give you $10 less and you have to drop it off. Jason Nelson says, yeah, those are the worst. If local dealing, it should have meet halfway type thing. Fuck no, Jason. I don't mean halfway. I, you come to me. Uh, Jude, I like to meet halfway. Jude Dead says, money talks, BS walks. Age. <laughs> Dude, I'm so I'm so bad. I don't like to meet people at all. Like I met that guy that had that bulkhead for super cheap because I knew um he had a he had it really weird. So like he had a Facebook listing and he had like 10 pictures of figures in Ziploc bags, and then you had to go to a Google Drive form, not a form, but like a link to view a spreadsheet with what he had, the condition and the price. And I noticed like on the fifth picture there was the um the bulkhead. And I was like, dude, is that the first gen first edition bulkhead? And he's like, Yep, I still have it. So um I met him. I went all the way to Churchill, uh, right next to Churchill, and, and it was pretty far. Was the house. Yeah, so I was willing to do that. But, um, again, yeah, that's, that's for a big deal. But, you know, I have yeah. some people that I'm doing these smaller deals with, and I'm like, I'm, I'll meet you, like, down the street at the gas station or, like, at a comic store down the street. But I'm not going to meet you all the way halfway between us. Like, it's it's not worth my time. It's not worth, like, the gas. Like, you know, especially for these small deals, like 10 bucks. I'm not going to drive you know, 10 yeah. miles down the, down the highway for that. Yeah. The other day I bought that, um, uh, air sword. What's it called? What's that? Aragorn sword from Lord of the Rings. Oh yeah. And it was only 50 bucks, which is insane. Uh-huh. And the guy lived in Wimberley. That's like almost an hour away, pretty much like 40 minutes away. And I was like, dude, I'll come to you. Like I'm already getting a sick deal. I'm just gonna come to you. And yeah. Even with the gas, I, I, you know, that's minimum, minimum like a hundred fifty dollar sword. Yeah. Um, it was in pristine condition. It was beautiful, and it's like, and that's you know, it's a pretty. I mean, fifty bucks isn't that expensive of a deal, but it's like, if you're the buyer. And you're getting a really good deal, a five dollar figure. Just go the distance. It's it's not the end of the world. Like I don't know what. Take a fucking bus if you have to. I don't know. Go, going back to the grinds, my gears. The guy that asked me to drop it off, I said no, just straight up no. Didn't write me back. So like, okay, the negotiations were short. Same thing with the guy that I wanted to buy the Megatron for. He's like, how much you want to pay? I sent him my super low offer. Never wrote back to me. Uh, Reddit never back to me. Uh, Jason says, "Yep, yeah, but the price is low and a great deal. People should get off their asses and go to the seller." Yeah, that I don't mind. But if I'm fucking giving you a twenty dollars figure for five dollars, don't expect don't me to know. drive. I don't know how other people see it. I I love. I think it's like an adventure. Like, oh yeah, I'm gonna get this thing. Let me go and like, it's super fun to me. Is the adventure of picking it up, dude? I am so awkward. Um, we mentioned this on the uh, on the groups, but I, like I said, I have been dealing a lot of local deals. Um, a few of them, like I'm not sure. Like like when when you buy or sell things, it's like you know, do you invite them inside? Do they stay outside? It's very confusing. And uh, for example, the Transformers that I I bought the figure from, the guy had came outside and was like, "Here you go." And I was like, "Hey, do you mind if I come and check out the other Transformers you have?" Because you know, the listing was just a spreadsheet, and a lot of those like. You know, the, the the naming structure and the lines, like, I don't have time to Google every single figure. And that's why I came across, like, that Armada Starscream uh, that he gave me for a really good deal. Uh, and he had some figures that he hadn't had in the spreadsheet that I was able to pick up. So um, it's just weird. Like, um, you know, I mentioned that the one uh, person that picked up some stuff for me, and it was really awkward. It was like a Friday night, and they came and picked it up. And um, I was going to see if they wanted to check out any other things I had for sale. And it was just like a really awkward handoff exchange. Mm -hmm. I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm just awkward, but, 
You are pretty wrong. It is what it is, man. I think you're right. I need to get out more and talk to more people. But uh, that's pretty much it for this show, Dean. It's it was. Uh, oh my god! Not what? Just now? Do you remember how long ago I messaged you about the Thai pilot? About a Thai pilot? Oh yes, yes, yeah. That was before Christmas. Uh huh. The guy messaged you back right now. He messaged me like a dozen times. Right now, I'm still out of town. And then I was like, "Hey, like, are you still selling?" He's like, "Oh yeah, I, I'm not home yet." And I was like, "Okay." Uh-huh. And like a week later, I messaged him again, like, are you still interested in selling it? He's like, oh, yeah, sorry, I've been on, like, vacation. Like, I'm not home. I was yeah. like, oh, literally not home. I thought you just, like, weren't home for the day. And yeah. then, like, last week, January 13th, he said, hey, sorry for the delay. I'll send some pictures tonight or tomorrow. He just sent them right now. Dude, that's the kind of motherfucker that's going to make, uh, make you wait six months to ship it. Right? We'll I, see, man. I really want it, but sorry. Yeah, I yeah. Have the I set aside the money for it, but it's like yeah, trouble doing this. Well, Dean, we have our friend Wally, who's the episode uh, keyword for this week, holding up this auxiliary sign to invite anyone who's watching. Uh, join our Facebook group. It's Collecting Weekly Auxiliary. It's a fun group. We talk a lot of BS in there. Do a lot of memeing. I got roasted like every day this week. I fucking hated it. Um, but it's a fun group. We do uh, we do some giveaways on there. And uh, in order to win the saber, you got to be in the group. So uh, join the group. Uh, if you like us, uh, sub to us on YouTube, of course. It helps us uh, grow our channel. And that's that's one of the big reasons Lenny wanted to do the giveaway is so we can help grow our YouTube. So make sure you subscribe to win. Um, rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts. If you know any collectors that might want to listen uh, do us a favor and send them the link. We have t-shirts on T public. We just ordered 50 new holographic stickers with the certified crispy logo. We'll be handing those out. Uh, once we get them in budget, depending. And of course, uh, you know, big shout outs to our friends over at small talk. They're recording this Thursday. Only fools and collecting put up a great episode last, uh, on Sunday, uh, dark side customs, the United kingdom for head sculpt paintings. Such a good guy. Uh, Lenny from six scale skaber, uh, skabers, six scale sabers, uh, Sean fear from Watto scrapyard. And of course, six scale scavengers, Brian, Chris and TC great group of guys. They, uh, I think they're recording tomorrow night. So if you like our show, check them out. They're super cool guys, big supporters of ours, and we love to. We love yeah, them. So they're pretty good. Now they're great. Don't <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> they know, I'm always in there fucking uh, unboxing videos. Yeah. Do you have any shout outs you want to give Dean? Um. No. No. First shout out Ian. He got my head sculpts finally. Also, shout out Seth for shipping them. He never like told me he was doing that. Yeah. Because um, I was like, okay, just let me know. I'll send you some money. Like, Which head sculpts? I can't. It's my secret project. Oh. Why did Seth ship them? Because he was already going to send stuff to, oh, Ian. to Ian. I was oh, like, okay. I'll pick it back off you if that's cool. He's like, yeah, that's cool. And I was like, all right, let me know. And I'll like send you some money. And he was like, cool. And then never asked me. And yeah. I was literally about to message Seth. <clears throat> oh, I'll do it later. And like later came and Ian messaged me. He's like, hey, I just got them. I was like, oh, no way. I was about to ask. Yeah. So he's going to paint those. And then I should have my Dexter pretty soon. I'm pretty excited. Uh, I'm going to order those parts pretty soon. Uh, wow. Some of the, those things are expensive. For Dexter? Yeah, because some of the guy there was like an artist who did like a small batch run of like actual metal like knife, like his actual knife. Oh yeah, I think it was Skeletta, I think. I don't I don't know, but they're on eBay and just like just the one knife is like one eighty, or you can buy the whole set for like three hundred. Uh-huh. They have like if you've seen the show, he has a box of blood slides. Yeah, yeah. And he made that too, and that is like three hundred bucks for that. It's like Jesus. Yeah. I mean, I'll never get. Even if I had the money, I wouldn't order it just out of principle. But um, yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. But I have an outfit, a body. Me and Ian worked it out for the skin tone, and then uh, I just found the shoes. So, I'm gonna knock those out. Nice. 
Well, anyways, guys. Oh, uh, Jason says shout out to Zach for the Vader notification that I sent him. Yeah, glad that you got it, buddy. Anyways, guys, I'm Zach. I'm Dean. Catch you guys on the next podcast. Bye.